Well, I, that's probably better than hearing some boinking. <laughs> probably. Okay, right. uh, let's uh, start the show and see uh, how it goes. How's it going? How long oh. can you go? Yeah, hey, it's going pretty good. Uh, you are uh, you're fighting a, a serious illness at the moment. Well, I don't know about serious, but um, um, unless you count every illness as serious, <laughs> <laughs> well, it did, it did. It lingers. Stop you from feeling like you could do the show yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I was um, I was wiped out. Wiped, yeah. I say, and then um, I, I got better, and I got worse again. Go bad. And, uh, yeah. And then we had a miscommunication, or rather, you didn't get my text this morning yeah. when I was feeling good again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought you were at work. And then when you, by the time you texted me later in the day, I was not feeling as good and also had some errands to do. Uh, well, so, yeah. so here we are, a day late, and, um, well, obviously a dollar short. <laughs> because it's just called it's just called two brothers uh that's the name of the show i'm marcus i am james welcome hey thanks peoples for listening to these two peoples i mean so much I, I, we probably don't say it very often but um it is it is gratifying that uh some people <laughs> that anyone really Yes, taking the time to to listen to our our random blather. <laughs> I'm uh, absolutely. I'm still amazed. Me Thank too. You. Good job. Yeah. Good job, you. Appreciate you guys. <laughs> use peeps, y'all, as we uh-huh. used to say in the Senate, to be um, gender inclusive. Is that right? Well, I guess we better get right into it. Uh, we'll just hit with the heavy stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. For, for topics, um, among other things, we we're going to say something about uh, Pogo. Yeah, um, I mean, I became a fan uh, when he did the Alice uh, remixes, or if you like, uh, I guess, uh, mm, mm, would you call them mashups? I guess they're mashups. Um, <clears throat> yeah, or remixes. Yeah, um, I kind of, <laughs> I kind of don't want to put any samples here because of. The thing, but um, mm-hmm. uh, he did a he did several. Um, well, that's just basically what he was known for was remixing, um, kind of Disney videos most prominently. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disney, I say Disney videos, Disney movies, um, the, the soundtracks of them. Uh, but uh, in in large part, the dialogue, you know, sort of auto tuned into melodies. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times it. it ended up being nonsense you know he would just take snips of of dialogue and then put them over beats and uh, backing tracks that he mm-hmm. developed um to go underneath them and they were very um engaging and charming songs mm-hmm. a lot of them but um, the so the so the point of of bringing him up is to yeah. uh, in general um not to promote him right. uh, or even demote necessarily it's the 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 philosophical uh, question of how do you separate the artist from the art or should you right and in this case uh he sort of made a, a video t- 
talking about how much he hated gay people and um mm-hmm. <laughs> was there was an i think it was might have been an interview i think it uh, actually, this one was. Uh, he has been misogynistic in the past, and I, I missed a large part of it. Um, and he sort of mm, scrubbed some of those things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, the latest thing was him, I, I mean, <laughs> literally uh, cheering the, the Pulse nightclub massacre uh, mm-hmm. from last from, year. A co- couple years ago, yeah. Was it a couple years? 2016. Uh, 2016. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, mentioning that he was, uh, glad that, uh, lots of gay people were killed. Um, however, you know, accurate that is, uh, that is, that is not a sentiment that I want to even ignore mm-hmm. <laughs> in a, in an artist that I admire. So I deleted all of the, um, I deleted my follows and any playlists and music that I had. Cause I just, um, mm-hmm. That's not <laughs> that's not a level of tolerance that I can basically stand by. Yep, understood. Um, there was a an interview tolerance, with tolerance of intolerance. I'm I'm intolerant of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Derry Seinfeld did a, an interview where he was talking about um, Bill Cosby mm-hmm. and how much of an influence Cosby was uh, when he was growing up. Of course. And, um, I and, and was, he was one of the first comedians that we heard first, one of the first so, yeah. examples of stand up that we ever heard mm-hmm. because our, uh, one of our uncles was a fan and had three or four albums. Yep. That so we, we listened to those quite a lot. Yeah, we did. I think it was Stephen Colbert was the, was the, it was his show and he was talking about, you got to let that go. <laughs> and Seinfeld was saying, well, I, I can't excuse him, but I still like his comedy. And then uh, Stephen Colbert kind of, uh, you know, long story short, he kind of convinced him that the opposite was uh, the way to go. Um, mm. the, because of Cosby's revelations, so we say, this was even before he got convicted, mm-hmm. um, that uh, that was bad enough to, to not give him any more karma. <laughs> <laughs> In att- attention, I guess, is, is sure. where I'm going with that where he was going with that. And, uh, and Jerry said, yeah, hmm. all right, I guess you, guess you convinced me there. Wait, wait. <laughs> so uh, Seinfeld was saying he, he still enjoyed listening to his comedy or. Yeah. He still could appreciate and enjoy. I see. The, the old, um, the old bits. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I guess it depends on, what it makes you think about and if it dilutes your ability to to be forthright mm-hmm. um if you can truly separate those things in your head i i guess all power to you um but i i would draw the line personally at promoting anything at at saying to anyone hey come and <laughs> come and listen to this thing <laughs> right Unless you're you're doing some kind of research uh, project, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's not as if there aren't a lot of other, you know, things to listen to. No, certainly, uh, or, or influences. I, I I have been thinking about um, this regarding art a lot. You know, the canon is full of old white guys. <laughs> well, old now, full of white guys 
white European mm-hmm. guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not like there aren't any women who had some kind of influence, at least locally, uh, or who did uh, incredible, innovative things on their own, you know, insightful work that um, is deserving of attention. And it's it's more that because they were who they were, because they were <laughs> in the shape that they were, they weren't given any kind of um, uh, uh, deference or regard, right? Mm-hmm. And so they didn't ever get promoted. But their work still exists, right? Gentileschi and, of course, Mary Cassatt does get some attention. But there were a lot of other, you know, uh, art, female artists throughout the centuries mm-hmm. who could have <laughs> been every bit the equal of the men that get lauded. It's just they didn't get the attention. Right. They certainly didn't get the support. They did what they of did. Of course. <laughs> you know, almost without any inst- any any support. Certainly institutional. Mm-hmm. And never mind, you know, press or popular opinion. So, yep. so the idea that the canon is based on merit falls apart <laughs> when you look at those <laughs> things. Mm-hmm. Our artists around the world who um, forged their own path, you know, made innovations that were insightful and potentially um, genre shattering or, or iconoclastic didn't enter into the canon because of institutional racism and sexism. But -hmm. you could still today go back and find and appreciate any of those people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, and it's plenty worth it. And and they weren't shit bags. (laughs) (laughs) So so that would be worthy of your time. I think rather than lamenting and rehashing all the stuff that you have lost so to speak because your heroes turn out to be terrible people you, you got to find some sort of google uh, search term that is uh you know f- famous good artists minus shitbags <laughs> <laughs> that should do it for you uh yes maybe their algorithm will pull it right up all the good stuff <laughs> I don't know. I kind of want to hear about who was a shitbag that I don't necessarily know. Oh, well, you don't have to do minus. <laughs> and then, then yeah, plus, uh, plus shitbags. <laughs> oh, man. Or if there's some sort of Boolean search, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and or, <laughs> or uh, only shitbags. Right. You can like, separate them out. <laughs> Today, I want to, only, I want to be down. <laughs> Jackson Pollock racist. What? Get him out of here. Also a big smoker, so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. He probably threw his butts into the paintings. Like, he may have. Why not? There's yeah. all kinds of other things in there. There's there's screws and <laughs> bits of wood and dust and all kinds of uh, other just <laughs> incredible, I mean, objects that you would never think just because his paintings were on the floor. And he, I, I don't know. I don't know if he deliberately yeah. threw that junk in there if, it just, if he just kicked it in. He, from, yeah, he might have just been. On the floor. <laughs> Could be. There's, there's got to be some cigarette butts in some paintings somewhere. Oh, well, you know that it's cigarette ash <laughs> yes. is hanging over him. <laughs> yes. So at least. 
Hey, it's Marcus. I just want to clarify, there is no evidence Jackson Pollock was a racist of any kind. In fact, probably the opposite. He was a radical leftist when he was younger, and uh, I don't want to cast any stigma on his memory. Hey, uh, uh, speaking of um, the opposite of misogyny, okay. uh, um, Nico Case Ms. came out with Ophelia. a, a neat, <laughs> Wait, amazing it's, new it's, album. <laughs> Sorry, gynophilia or something like that. Yeah. Yes, Nico Case uh, dropped a new album, the first in what five years or something. I wouldn't know. Um, she's been putting out singles, and I've been listening to them cursorily. I'd never Spotify. heard of her until today. What? Mm-hmm. You are way behind, buddy. I mean, maybe I've heard a a, a, a tune. I don't, she, I don't have any idea, but well, she didn't know is, the name. Um, she's not super widely known really um but she has a sizable fan base amongst the uh let's call it alt country set mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she has a, a a a i mean it's kind of a big country flavor to her solar work yeah but the way she became um most well known is as a member of the new pornographers Oh, okay. Who am I'm a, a gigantic fan of. I'm not a fan of the uh, band name um, <laughs> any, any more than I am of uh, Bare Naked Ladies or <laughs> the, um, what's the other one, the Presidents of the United States of America. Ah, oh, well. Any of that stuff is uh, fool, foolish. Uh, uh, yeah. But, uh, but uh, I like no. all those bands. Other than um, that. <laughs> but uh, new oh, pornographers, I mean, obviously they meant it to be pornographers. Uh, what you call it? Uh, Facetious? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> Sarcastic? No, no, Silly. no, no. Provocative. They meant ah. it to be provocative. But um, I, I'm, it's weird because I'm individually a fan of everybody in there. So um, the major songwriters within the group are A.C. Newman, who has his own solo career, Nico Case, who has her own solo career, and Dan Behar, who is in a band called Destroyer. Hmm. All of those are, they're all Canadians, uh-huh. and thus New Pornographers is a, is a super group. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I'll pick some random amazing song and put it here. Excellent. 
Oh, yes, indeed. Totally. Um, so, Nico Case, uh, her own stuff is a lot... Hmm, it's it's more minimalistic than that. That's mm. the new pornographers tends to be, you know, lots of rousing big productions and mm-hmm. um she is more reflective in a lot of her work. I mean AC Newman is too. Um but she <laughs> to get back to her, she dropped this album I think this week, uh this past week and it is amazing. Mm. It's so very good, honestly. Mm-hmm. She um went through some recent personal tragedy and um wow uh general hard times uh last year her house burned down <laughs> and then um i think that was that was following uh sort of having to deal with a stalker and some legal battles uh, in there and then she um she had a sort of invasive interview uh, conducted by her local paper, and she blew up at the reporter privately, and I think that was sort of publicized um, without, without her permission. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, I'm, I'm inarticulate here. Without her permission. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it just, I, I, it feels like listening to this album, this is sort of her considered response to all of those things at once. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. And it is uh, as raw and um, in your face as it is emotionally. It It's also just so well put together, words and music. Uh, all her lyrics here are, um, it's not that they're sardonic, right? Those are, there's a kind of quality to it that is, um, I, I said in a tweet that she, uh, <laughs> she was mordant and also <laughs> poignant, right? Uh-huh. And just the, the devastating cleverness of the whole thing is, um, it's, it's, it's well worth taking time out to listen to it front to back. One mm-hmm. of those sessions where you should have lyrics in front of you, right? And yeah. <laughs> just do nothing else but listen to that record. Right, right. I listened to a couple of clips of hers mm-hmm. because uh, when you, when I saw that you wanted to talk about her yeah. um, and not having heard of her before. Uh, yeah, clever is, is a, even just on the couple of clips that I listened to, mm-hmm. clever is a good word that comes right. to mind. I, and I'm like, definitely... I, I, I know I intrigued. mentioned her before on the show when I was talking about the autotune thing. That mm, she was, okay. she she did this album and she asked the recording engineer just offhand oh, because that, yes, she's okay. one of the few people who deliberately records without autotune. Like she makes yeah, it yeah. a thing yeah. that she doesn't autotune her voice. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that shows in in her songs. You know, there she likes to sort of um, what you call it, not glissando, but slur her her voice mm-hmm. around yeah and that's not conducive to auto-tuning right because it doesn't know what to do with those notes that it can't slam into pitch <laughs> so you get this you know, that sort of t-pain stepped tune mm-hmm. you know you know thing where your voice is basically vocoded <laughs> yep. on your song there's like a, a, a wistful melancholy to a lot of it that i think would probably be lost if you just had this sort of um, uh, 
uh, mashed into place out of tuning. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I really do uh, like it. And now I, I don't know if she could do anything else now because we've come to expect this sort of quality from her voice now. Mm-hmm. But, and, but why would she want to? And yeah, yeah, sure, of course. She's plenty successful doing what she's doing. Mm-hmm. And I think this is her, her first self-produced album. Hmm. That might be a thing. Um, so of course that, you know, she's got the control in that, in that case. And there aren't people pushing her to do, Hey, this is, you know, how the, you got to stay with the new sound kid. Got to get with the program. Everybody's out of tuning. Audience <laughs> expects it. Right. Well, her audience Boo. doesn't expect it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, bravo to her. And, um, I, I tweeted that out. I said, I was going to talk about it on the show and that everybody should, <laughs> that people should go get this album and how good it was and she liked my tweet <laughs> oh that's good <laughs> yeah right away she's very quick on twitter to sort of um like the stuff that nice. people say about her and um well the good stuff and this is the uh, i'm gratified this is the second time she's liked one of my tweets so <laughs> <laughs> good for you so yes speaking I'm of definitely Carmel. fan you're uh, flying high. hey we've talked enough about her i'm gonna put a clip here That is the kind of thing. Yeah, it's good. And uh, hell, let's let's put another clip right here. why not yes i know it's, it's so good i could put anything on there from this album <laughs> um 
before we uh, wrap it up here, because it is a, getting to be a late night, mm-hmm. um, you were asking, how do I find new music? I think you asked me yeah. that months before. Uh, yeah, I thought um, I did, but I'm still, I guess it didn't stick, but it's, um, mm-hmm. it's intriguing to me because I know you try to find things for band, but that's not necessarily yep. things you listen to, the things you like to listen to. Oh, but it is. <laughs> um, no, I, I listen to um, that, but uh, but also if I'm, I'm not really trying to find new music, right? Um, but I listen to the classical, uh, what is it, uh, Sirius XM Symphony Hall, Channel seventy six. Ah, right. Yeah, um, yeah, you did mention and, that last time. And they play a, a fair amount of newer. Uh, classical music, which is interesting. There's uh, some intriguing stuff, and I, uh, I write write things down uh, when when it's particularly interesting, and I want to listen to more. And then um, I I do uh, Pandora mm-hmm. uh, relatively frequently, and sometimes they they pop up with some new stuff every once in a while. Hmm. Um, so that's uh, you know I I don't typically go out looking for new music. Um, because I have a lot <laughs> yeah. uh, that I like to listen to already. So um, that's, you know, that's basically it. And the, Otherwise, I, I stumble on stuff or uh, you tell me about it. Right. It's, it's going to be a focus of the show now. So mm. <laughs> telling you new things that you should listen to. Yeah. <laughs> there probably won't be a lot well, that, you, uh, that you like. You, and then me responding with, yeah, I'm going to get right on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'll listen to the clip that's in our show and that eh, might mm. be it. That right. could be it. But uh, should, I don't know if this is, you, I don't know if you want to cut this out. This is a little meta for people, but um, we, <laughs> because we're doing this uh, a state apart, we just sort of. Oh, because yeah. we're not literally. Oftentimes hey, don't we break know the what we're wall, saying, man. but um, <laughs> and so we, yeah, but not always. Oh yeah, well, um, I I think I would prefer to cut that out. Okay, so I, I don't know how it works for you because of that. I guess I, I that's why it doesn't stick because I have so many venues mm-hmm. where I am searching for things that are new. I guess right, right, and I don't think about you doing the same because although it can be because you're not uh, you know that's sort of cutting edge if you like of symphonic music is usually pretty Mm avant-garde i mean obviously that's the definition right but um it is in in the genre sense avant-garde it's uh Mm -hmm. playing with dissonance and yeah weird instrumentation and Mm-hmm. polyrhythms and things that aren't necessarily mm, Total. A- appealing to <laughs> or deliberately trying not to appeal to a general audience, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah, in the same sense that uh, abstract art or um, hmm. it, or um, but the avant-garde in the, in the visual arts yeah. is uh, similar. But weirdly, abstract is the mainstream right oh, that yes. is the that is the the general thing now yeah and it's only in i mean especially in fine art you know outside of the commercial media mm-hmm. 
um, abstract is the 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 sort of the mainstream it is. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. awkwardly phrased. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm yodifying everything. Um, <laughs> the main the mainstream is the thing that is supposedly so different, right? The, the, yes. That's supposed to be unusual, but it's not anymore. Mm-hmm. Everybody has seen it and everybody knows what it is now. Mm-hmm. It's, if you do any kind of illustration, you know, that's, if you do naturalistic stuff and you do it outside of commercial venues, like you're not trying to be a concept artist or do comics, right? There's very mm-hmm. few abstract comic books Mm -hmm. but to do that in a fine art context if it's not like like, there's always some twist on it people that get attention are figuring out something new to say with naturalism right which Mm -hmm. most people would say realism you know the the figure especially that's a that's a tricky proposition because so much has been said and it's how most people view sort of the past, right? Mm-hmm. Pa- painting what we see. Well, with photography, naturalistic painting is sort of uh, an also ran. Yeah. So yeah. you've got, well, but, but, but now, you know, we're almost 70 years on from the real major surge of abstract art. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> you know, that a lot of that, it has been said that people are just doing. right. Well, in music too, like Schoenberg was in the um, in the early teens and twenties, right, um, of, of the nineteen hundreds, and <laughs> it's it's gone. I wouldn't say full circle, but um, a lot of musicians have gone past that and back to tonality. Yeah, um, and certainly it's it's hard for for any artist, I'm sure, to get paid. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't do, uh, some, some more mainstream stuff or, or, you know, find an audience. True. So it's, so it's more difficult. I'd say symphonic music is almost a dying art, um, <laughs> except for, uh, the commercial side of it, right. you know, like in movies and, and, and so forth. Yeah. Which Going is why the, orchestras always struggle with, uh, pops concerts. Right. Because they want to do things that are happening now they want to be on the cutting edge they want to do new things mm-hmm. but in order to get audiences in <laughs> you know what yeah. brings people what brings asses into seats mm-hmm. is often the the popular like baroque stuff or romantic yeah, composers you got to do some mozart you got to yes. do some bach you got to do some beethoven yeah. you got to yeah. do some uh some brahms uh mm-hmm. and and mozart and then also some mozart <laughs> um but, but if you could throw in uh some some new thing then that <laughs> yeah that's Which like they the often do there's there's often yeah. the side like hey here's a little <laughs> mm-hmm. a little something something right <clears throat> then it's a it's like a coincidence that those people were there to to witness it right and then maybe it grabbed somebody yeah. um, but at least it got the that composer out there yeah you this know, is but, the this is sort of an ongoing struggle with the uh, museums uh you know mm, lacma mm. is constantly being criticized for doing these big exhibitions of of stuff that brings people into the museum and you know it's a lot of stuff that everybody's seen before mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just big traveling exhibitions um of popular artists yeah where you know the cutting edge is weird by nature right. 
Right. And it's it's harder to get people interested in. There's there's this unusual brief period after something catches fire, some some style catches fire where you can kind of ride the wave and, mm-hmm. and hang on the coattails of the groundbreakers, right? Yeah, sure. Uh, and then it becomes old hat. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm not sure there's much of that going right now. It's There hasn't been a real stunning innovation, I would think, since um, the, the last thing I think of is Nirvana, but there's there's got to be something since then. Oh, in, in music? Yeah. Mm, that's a that's a tricky one because so much has become um, um, tailor-made by the <laughs> by the record companies and um, right. studios right. to to go more and more toward um, uh, let's see uh, trying to shape yeah. us instead of the other way around. <laughs> right. right. So and it's I, I find it's a problem for me um, just being a casual fan of hip hop. Because so much of popular music now is hip hop and hip hop mm-hmm. influenced, mm-hmm. so I really, really wish that I got Kanye, <laughs> <laughs> because so many people tout him as an influence and you know praise his innovation, and definitely he he is that. I, I just. I just don't really care for his stuff very much. Yeah, I'm not, um, not interested in the I, least. I wish I appreciated him more because I, of that. Because I, I feel like I, I'm not on the pulse when that happens. I'm on a mm-hmm. different pulse, I guess, right? Well, I hope so. A, because music is so expansive, like all of art, really. Um, there's but he's so a jackass. Many, it's like, it's like a beer, right? There's a thousand microbreweries that you can choose from and a lot of it's local mm-hmm. and here's Spotify that just hands you stuff that you might be interested in based on what you listen to, but you know, maybe a curveball every now and then tiny, tiny bands, as we've said before that get, you know, a couple hundred plays here and there. Yep. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's very enjoyable to me, but, it, but, uh, I don't want to lose touch at the same time. I don't want yeah. to not understand what's happening. You keep, keep tabs on the enemy. I kind of do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't. I certainly don't think hip hop is the enemy. I just no. I'm talking about specifically Kanye. Uh, uh, so, so, oh, specifically Kanye. Yeah, mm, he's yeah, a jackass. So. <laughs> to quote a certain president, uh, um, he <laughs> no, he's he's uh, President self, Obama. Uh, yeah, self-proclaimed uh, n- proud non-reader. Uh, like he he doesn't read. He's proud of the fact that he doesn't read. I'm not saying I don't have issues with him. Yeah, well, he's a jackass. <laughs> now, other people can like his music for some reason and that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm just uh not interested. Well, when when a critical mass of people do like something, I I want to try to understand why. Mhm. That's okay. all. Hey. All right. Uh I hear some music this time. There it is. You were, were, yeah, good ears there. Thank you. All the way over here. Uh, <laughs> you can, if you so choose, uh, send us an email at bros at, uh, it's just called twobrothers.com. Sorry, I almost fucked that up there. <laughs> Say it again. You can, if you so choose, send us an email at bros at it's just called twobrothers.com. And you can send us a tweet 
at IJC2B. And uh, please do. <laughs> Our <laughs> Facebook page is uh, it's just called Two Brothers, I believe. Is that right? Uh, yes. It's just called Two Brothers. And uh, <laughs> I blog every day still at MarcusHarwell.com. Excellent. I'm James. I'm Marcus. Bye-o. Bye-o. <laughs>